Good. Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. All right, so today we are here. It is time for our training, and it is so cool that you are here. I am here every week for you, just teaching you more and more Montessori principles, and it is so good to have you here. Let me know if you can hear me okay. I am glad that you are here. Well, I want to tell you really fast that you are more than welcome to the Natural Homeschool Show. I am so glad that you are here. Be sure to follow us on social media. If you are a homeschooler, which I know that a lot of us are now after this year, uh, join our Facebook group. It's called the Natural Homeschool Community. There we talk about all things homeschool, not just Montessori, but everything. And if you are a Montessori lover, homeschooler or not, join our Facebook group called the Montessori Way Prep Room. Just search for it on Facebook and you will be able to find us. Join it. Both groups are safe places that will help you grow in your journey, wherever that may be, Montessori or homeschool. And speaking of growth, you might want to take notes during the training because if it doesn't apply to you right now, it might apply to you later and you will find it super valuable that you took the time to take the notes to remember. You can always come back for the replay, but it will be easier for you to uh, visit your notes. Now, what happens if you are enjoying these live trainings and you want to go deeper in these topics? Well, you know that my time is limited here and I want to be respectful of your time too. I don't wanna be here for hours and hours, but I can always answer your questions after the training, simply post them here or sign up for my weekly emails. So I always come back and respond to questions that you might have, even if you watch this on replay and you're not live, if you post a question, I will see it, okay? And if you want to go deeper with me and, um, is it Temi Topi? Hi, I am so glad you're here. And Demetra, hi. And, um, I want to tell you that if you want to go deeper, you can get my weekly emails and it's an email where I go deeper. So whatever topic that we talked about on our Thursday live training, you get an email with a little bit more meat about that topic to go even deeper because I want you to be successful in your Montessori journey. So this is where you can sign up to go deeper. Let me put it in comments to make sure that everybody can just click on it and go. And if you want to be receiving the weekly email with more information on whatever topic we're talking about in a training, then you will see it there as well as the replay links. So you can actually watch it or listen to it because I will give you also the link to the podcast that you can just listen to the training instead of having to watch it or find it on Facebook. So isn't that exciting? If you are interested, sign up. All right, let's take a look right here today's topic today's topic is awesome it is one of the foundational topics that i love to talk about why because there is such a mysterious air about montessori in general but also the montessori materials you have to get all these very unique and interesting materials and i remember in 2005 i 
visited my niece's Montessori school because they were enrolled in one. This was one of my first face-to-face -face encounters to Montessori, if you will. And right after that, I fell in love with it. And that's how I've been involved in Montessori for 15 years. I went to visit their school and all of a sudden I see this room full of shelves, full of amazing looking materials. But I said, how do you know how to use them? And then I sat there and I'm watching these little kids, these children, they're quiet, they're focused, they're getting the works off of the shelves and they know exactly what to do with them. I was like, you look at this thing, how do you know the step-by-step -step instructions? It was so impressive. But more than that, it was the material itself. I mean, I was super shocked at how wonderfully these children were working and focusing. But at the same time, I was wondering, why are these materials so unique? And I started asking that question, what makes them so unique? So let me tell you a few points about that. It's going to be super exciting for you to find out and it's also going to be very helpful, okay? So have you been wondering about these mysteriously beautiful Montessori materials and what makes them so unique in the Montessori method? Don't miss out and come learn more in the live training. So if you are looking at becoming a centered organized Montessori guide, which is you, nurture happy normalized children in the Montessori environment and create smooth and successful Montessori days, then you are in the right place. I just want you to know that you are in the right place. Let me know in comments what you think about this topic, what you have applied, what you have tried that worked, what you think makes these materials so unique. So as I am chatting, I get to come and interact with you and see what your comments are. And then I will have um, a little bit of time to answer questions at the end of the training. So I see that I already have a question. I will answer that at the very end. All right, let's get into our topic. Slide. The first thing is obviously monastery materials are beautiful. Monastery materials are, oops, sorry. I went to the wrong slide. There we go. This is the slide. Monastery materials are attractive and appealing to the eye. So, I was thinking about it and obviously if we want children to learn think about us in general as human beings how do we learn best when we are interested in something or not interested in something when something is attractive to us or when something is being forced down our throats you have to learn this you have to learn this well it's better when it's attractive to us and you know what what i love about the monastery philosophy is that you have the freedom to choose what you want to learn so that makes it even more special and when children are walking around in the Montessori environment, looking around, they see what catches their eye, what is attractive, what is appealing to them, what they are interested in, and they go get it off the shelf. And that's how they learn better. They have the freedom to choose instead of today, you're going to be learning multiplication. And this is what we're all going to be doing. And I stand as a teacher at the front of the room. And then I just dictate what people are supposed to be learning that day. That is not how it is in the Montessori environment. It is very individualized and there's so much freedom. So let me ask you a question, but I want you to tell me in comments, all right? What catches your attention more? Let me show you, sorry, this one. This, what catches your attention more? This, it's a puzzle, beautiful puzzle made of wood. It has the pieces that you can take out. You can study the parts of the frog using this puzzle or this 
What catches your attention? What do you think is more attractive to a child? A piece of paper or a material that is beautiful, colorful, that they can actually touch and move and manipulate? What do you think? What do you think attracts children more? What do you think will make them want to learn more about the parts of the frog? Think about it, let me know. Yes, children can color the coloring pages, but it's still not the same if you can actually take the head out and have the label head or uh, forelegs, hind legs, body, etc., as opposed to just a piece of paper. What do you think? What do you think children will like more? It's, it's obvious, right? Children will want to get the puzzle. If you put these two on a shelf, you can try it yourself. Put these two on a shelf and see what the child will go for. It is obvious, right? Now, I have another example. What do you think the child will prefer? If they see this on the shelf, this is a fractions tray where they learn about fractions. You can take the pieces out and they are almost like puzzles, but they are actually um, for learning fractions. So this is a math work, mathematics. Do you think they would like this one? Or learn about fractions with this. What do you think that children will be more attracted to? Now, you're thinking, well, fractions aren't even for children ages three to six. Not with this, right? Children that are probably in third or fourth grade start learning about fractions, maybe second if some schools start. But if this is the work for them that is presented to them, guess when they are going to start learning about fractions? In ages three to six. So they will be more advanced, but it's because of the materials that you are using, you see? And I know that there's a little bit of a trick to learning how to use the materials in the step-by-step -step lesson presentations. I'm not saying that it's going to be a piece of cake, but what I'm saying is the materials make a huge difference, right? Yes. That's right, the children like to touch things more. They like things that they can actually work with. They're very kinesthetic. Now, a third example. What do you think children will be more attracted to? Something like this. This is a dressing frame used in the practical life work in Montessori. Practical life is a subject unique to the Montessori method. No other method that I know of has the subject that is practical life skills unless you get to the older grades and it's like, um, you know, how do you call it, like vocational support or um, something like that when they are older and they learn about real life uh, situations and, and um, vocations. But there's no real subject that actually teaches children how to become independent in everyday situations like getting dressed, right? So what do you think would attract children more? Something like this and learn how to button their own clothes or nothing? Because in traditional schools, there, there's no such thing as practical life works. So if you put this on the shelf, do you think it will get children's attention? Do you think that they will be um, wanting to learn more about it, to try it out? Oh yeah, let's, let's see what happens and start to learn to do and undo buttons. And then soon enough, they are able to move from dependence to independence. Isn't that awesome? It is definitely important. Like our point number one, let me show it to you again. Materials need to be attractive and appealing to the eye. They really do, especially with children. You want to get their attention, you need to make it attractive. You need to make it look like it's something important and special that requires their attention or that deserves their attention. Yes? 
I think that you are getting the point with these um, with these examples, right? Now that you see the difference, you can tell why it's important for materials to be attractive and appealing to the eye. Now let's move on to the next point. Materials are durable. Montessori materials are durable to withstand long-term use by many. And when it comes to Montessori materials, they really do need to be durable enough to survive several years worth of your time of use, right? This is because in the Montessori environment, in the Montessori classrooms, you have the multi-age multi groupings. And I've talked about that before in past week's trainings. And that is important because children are there from ages zero to two in one environment, then they graduate to the three to six and then six to nine, nine to 12 and so on. So when they are in an environment like that, they go and learn in cycles. They have a three year cycle to learn and master and practice a material. And that means that they will be using it numerous times. And because the materials are so hands-on, they definitely need to be durable. And that is why the Montessori materials are uh, mostly made out of wood, sometimes, sometimes glass, sometimes metal, and sometimes cloth. But mostly they are, um, they are uh, made out of wood. So uh, when children are going to be in the monetary environment for several years, they become intimately familiar with the works in the classrooms. Depending on the school and on the classroom, some groups may have more than 20 children. So imagine it's not just the one child working on that Montessori material for several years. It is numerous children working on those materials for several years. They are expensive sometimes, but they are worth the, the investment because they will be used quite a bit. I know what you're going to say. Plastic is more durable than wood or cloth. I know many think so, but in reality, the aim of Montessori is to use as many natural materials as possible to, um, so plastic is not really the first material of choice. There is, if you are being intentional about your Montessori environment, there is a more um, intentional avoidance of plastic materials in the Montessori environment. So you will find very little use of plastic in those environments. So I want to tell you the very last point for today, three tips or three different um, things about the Montessori materials that are that make them so unique. But first, let me tell you something special. Thank you for listening to the show. Stay tuned for more. Have you been wondering how to go about doing Montessori successfully or learn more about this wonderful method? Are you lost when it comes to planning Montessori lessons and know how to help children with this wonderful method? Are you constantly doubting yourself, not being sure you're presenting the lessons correctly to a child no matter what subject it is? Are you ready to become a centered, organized Montessori guide and nurture happy, normalized children? What about loving the idea to know how to create smooth, successful Montessori days? Let me introduce you to the Montessori Way Foundations Framework, a six-month journey to a firm foundation in the Montessori method. Visit us at thenaturalhomeschool.com slash T-M-W-F-F. All right, I am going to show you that link again because some of you were interested in joining the waitlist and I'm going to give you a super awesome, awesome clue. We are opening enrollment soon. We are opening enrollment this month. 
So if you are interested in learning more and going deeper with me, then you want to sign up and you will get updates. So go there to the naturalhomeschool.com slash T-M-W-F-F. That stands for the Montessori Way Foundation Framework. That's the framework that is so catching the buzz with people excited about it. Um, I have 23 clients right now going through it and they are doing amazing. They are loving it. They are learning so much. They See, the important thing is learning the foundations of the philosophy because I could hand you lesson plans and say step one, step two, step three, and you follow it. Monkey see, monkey do. No, no, no. I want you to learn the foundations of the philosophy and understand the reasoning behind it. So every time you see a Montessori work, you know the foundations, you know why Maria Montessori created the material this way and why it's used that way. And it will expand your knowledge, your horizons, the way that you present and prepare your Montessori environment. It'll be so much better than just getting the lessons, even though you do get lessons inside the framework and lots of material ideas and lesson activities and printables and everything. The foundational information is what is going to be your real treasure here. And that is the goal. So sign up to get more information if you're interested. Now, let's go to the third point, which is most Montessori materials have many purposes and levels of learning. And that is what makes them so unique. You say, well, what do you mean that I need to invest on these materials? And then what happens once the child has mastered the material? Well, it's not just say the frog, the frog puzzle, right? It's not just learning the fine motor skills of picking up the pieces, of connecting the location of where the piece goes correctly and things like that, but it's also doubling as a science lesson because they're learning about the frog, the parts of the frog, and then they are able to put all the pieces everywhere and label them just by looking at them instead of seeing the frog completely put together. And um, there are many different levels. So there are levels before the actual monastery work and there are levels after the actual monastery work. So you see the dressing frame right here in the middle, but there are levels below it to work up to that. And then there are levels above it to go beyond. So there are monastery materials that you can use for many different levels. And that is why you're able to use them in the different age groups from three to six, not Every child will be working on the, that one material in the same way. A three-year-old will be doing the basics. The six-year-old will be using the same material, but with the extensions. We call them extensions, um, the higher levels, because you do the main work and then you work into the extensions. And there can be as many, I mean, I was working on a monastery lesson the other day, just writing it out. I said, oh, this can be an extension and this can be an extension and this can be an extension. I started to type, 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 type away. Soon I looked, that one work had 13 extensions. Just the one Montessori work had 13 extensions. So imagine a three-year-old starts with the main work. A four-year-old can add a few extensions to it. A five-year-old adds more. The six-year-old will be able to do all of the extensions after they do the main work. So that is what makes them so unique as well. You might see them and say, well, I'm not going to spend all this money on a work that a child can master in two days. You need to see beyond that. You need to see the, the bigger picture and look beyond what is right there in front of you. So when you see Montessori lessons given out uh, 
you purchase Montessori lessons and things like that, usually they just give you the basic, right? But there are extensions. Don't forget that word because it will be used more, especially if you uh, join us in the Montessori Way Foundations framework. We talk about the extensions. That is how you are able to help children be normalized, but you can also help special needs children and gifted children in the same environment without making big changes because the same works can be used at different levels. Mind blown, right? Isn't that amazing? So just to reiterate, point number one is that Montessori materials are attractive and appealing. Number two, Montessori materials are durable and made of natural materials. Number three, most Montessori materials have many purposes and levels of learning. So in comments, let me know, how are you going to see your Montessori materials this time? this time around, now that you have this information, what do you think? Are you going to be seeing them the same way? Or are you going to see them as big bundles of potential? Every single activity, every single work, every single piece of material in the Montessori environment has so much potential for so much more than just the main activity. So tell me, what is something that you didn't know that you are glad that you learned today? While you type up any questions or comments that you might have for me, I want to invite you to take a look at our latest printable digital book that I just know it's going to help you so much. It is a list of 100 Montessori practical life works that you can do with your children at home or in any Montessori environment. Most of the materials that uh, on the list you already have in the goal to build you into a more centered and organized Montessori guide, it will give you guidance. In the goal to nurture happy, normalized children, it will certainly set up the children to take the steps in the right direction. And in the goal to create smooth, successful Montessori days, it will bring you closer together with activities that you will all love. So let me share with you the link. I'm going to share with you the link in comments right now. Just go get it, it is free. You just have to go and click on it, click on the link right there and go get it. It is a download. So when you enter your email, check your email and you will get the PDF file. You download it, print it and use it. 100 Montessori um, ideas, practical life works for ages three to six. You can start some of them before age three, actually. You just have to start a little bit slow. Remember, different levels of learning with the same material. So you can start them even sooner. If their sensitive period is open, go ahead and take advantage of it. The link is right here. And I know it's kind of long, but you can also get it in the comments. You just click on it, go get your free download and start using it today. Start checking things off as you uh, come up with all of these, set up all of these practical life activities in your Montessori environment. All right. So... Next week, we're going to be meeting again, and we are going to be talking about, let me find it, the Montessori Guide. We're going to be talking about you. We're going to be talking about the Montessori Guide. You don't want to miss that one. I've been working on that training for a while now, and I think you're going to find it very helpful because there are many misconceptions when it comes to being a Montessori teacher or a Montessori guide. And we're going to start talking about some of those misconceptions and giving you some encouragement for you to be successful in your Montessori environment. Well, that is it for now. I am going to be looking at your comments. Somebody's asking about 
a certificate. Let me go find the comment. It says, are certificates offered? Okay, so for these live trainings, I am not offering certificates because there are just free trainings out here and they are um, every week. You, I just want to help you build your confidence in the Montessori philosophy. But every few months, I have a free five-day workshop, five days, Monday through Friday, five days that you attend live. You download a workbook for it. I mean, it is like the works, right? It's like a course, but it's free for Montessori. You, you sign up, you get the emails, you get the link to the download, you download the workbook, you print it out, you follow me live with the trainings every day for five days. And then at the end on day five, I open up the submissions form and you can fill out the submissions form. There are three requirements. One, that you have watched all of the five trainings beginning to end. Two, that you have taken notes in your workbook and filled it out and you will have to prove that you have actually filled it out. And three, fill out the submission form where you give me your name and your email and the proof that you actually went through the trainings and the name that you enter is the name that will go on your certificate. So then a few days after the workshop ends, I am going to be going through all of those submissions and I will be uh, creating the certificates and emailing those out. So I'm not offering certificates for these weekly trainings, but for the five day workshop, there is uh, an optional certificate. Now it is not a Montessori license. It is just a certificate of completion. And if you work at a Montessori school or you need to do professional development for Montessori, a lot of uh, directors and a lot of um, schools will accept those certificates for five hours of professional development, but it is up to your superiors. There is no like official uh, monetary certificate license type thing here. I'm just trying to be upfront with you, but a lot of schools do accept those trainings as their professional development hours. And they find it so helpful that even the directors and directresses take the workshop with me. Last time, just the last enrollment for the workshop, I had to email about 60 certificates. A lot of people took the workshop, about three, 350 people attended the workshop, but about 60 actually filled out the submission form and they got their certificate. So if you want to learn more in the next week or two, I will be giving you information about that and how when the workshop will open again. It's a free five day workshop and it's going to be amazing. I have some reviews that I will share with you of people that have gone through it and that are finding it super helpful and just literally mind blowing. They feel like I should charge for this because it is so jam packed of awesome information. So anyway, for now, uh, just know that you can go to the Montessori group. And on Facebook, it's called the Montessori Way Prep Room, like I said at the beginning of the show. And there you can find the replays for all my weekly trainings and you can binge watch in the meantime. So while you wait till next week, uh, you can do that. Then I see that somebody said the puzzle is definitely more attractive, colorful, tangible object. The materials, uh, the children like to touch things. Yes, they like to be able to um, manipulate the works. And yes, Demetra, I will be, stay tuned for next week. And if you want to for sure, for sure know about it, then go to the Montessori Way Foundations framework and sign up in, in the commercial. You can go to the replay and the link is there. I can also share the link 
right now. There, you can go there and sign up to make sure that you won't miss the, the announcement or the workshop opening. It is this month, this month, and it's super exciting. I have hundreds of people that love taking it and they are excited to take it again. And they are inviting more and more friends from their schools to join. So, well, that's it for us right now. I hope that today's topic really helped. And let me know how this helped you. If you still have questions, whether you're watching replay or not, you can type them in and I will be happy to answer them for you. All right. Thank you so much for coming and I will see you next week. Bye. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to and I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with thenaturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.